Welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. I am Mark Stores, and with me as always is... I'm Chris. And... Rob Morphy. Thank you all so very much for joining us. Hellorspace.com. Visit it. Get your t-shirts. Do it. We have one t-shirt up right now. We launched a new one. We did. It was a collab that we did with our, the good folks over at Tee Public. They have uh, their designer, Chris. Did a fantastic job for us. He worked with us for a couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, I think he. I think he also uh, did that other design that T Public did for us, where we were a Sasquatch, a reptile, and an alien. I think he did. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. But T Public does some really good stuff. Yeah. And so, um, you know, Mark especially worked really cl- close with them to create this kind of old school, like driving spook show vibe. Yeah, totally. And uh, and Chris did some really great illustrations. I got to say, I'm I'm kind of envious of it, and I really really like that kind of sketchy punk rock look. So check that out. It is available uh, as a dark garment and a light garment. So you can get it on like your fancy peak shirts. You can get it on your super dark black shirts. You can go medium gray. You can get a hoodie. Wow. You can get totes, stickers, pins, and magnets. I'm going to recommend white on black, but then again, I'm a traditionalist. You do you. The black ink on white looks pretty cool. I believe it. It looks really dope. I I did not see it inverted, but there's no reason why it wouldn't. So check all that out. And we are going to have more designs launching this month. And there as will we be a threat. It will definitely happen this month. We as per no, last... we finished the designs. You finished. Yes. Well, I've, I finished the yellows. You've, you've done all the beautiful graphic work. They're ready to fucking go. So uh, there will be a 35% off sale. Be looking for that. And we will have new designs going on there. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Thank you to everyone over there who donates. We appreciate it. Oh, my God. We you have um, no idea, like, just how fucking awesome it is and how much it helps us keep the shit tight and, and the tech moving and everything mm-hmm. else. Thank you guys so, so very much. Anyone who supports us that can. And if you can't, we get it. And if you ever get into a place when you can, well, God bless you. We'll appreciate that, too. And because of all your awesome Patreon donations, we have... Uh, some super secret stuff happening in March that mm-hmm. we may have already told the patrons about. It's true. May have. I mean, they paid for the privilege. So uh, more information coming on that. The shout-outs this week, we got Justin Collins, Adam Hogginson, Woo! Liam Hartz, yeah. Patrick Austin, Heck yeah. Nikolaus Cox. Love that. Perfect. We had a dis- we had a discussion if it was if it was Nicholas or Nikolaus. I know. Nikolaus. I'm pretty Nicolaus. sure it's Nikolaus. Nico Nicolaus. It seems that way. He just got seven shout outs. You know what he is? He owes hey. us thirty five dollars. He is literally one of the Nakatomi <laughs> fucking terrorists there with you that go. fucking name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. totally. Bless your yeah. heart, Nicolaus. Thank you all so very much for your contributions. Yes. We appreciate it. This week we are going traditional. Really? Yeah. This might be the Trad. most mainstream we have gotten. Is this missionary position for us? Yep. No, we're doing it standard. We're doing <laughs> milk, <laughs> milk toast. Yep. White America. Like, fresh off the Mayflower, <laughs> married for 36 years, making babies and not even enjoying it. That No, it's not that bad. So we're not it's talking. It's actually pretty fun. We're not going to cuddle after. We're just going to like shake a hand like this. Like, oh, Thank no. you, good sir. And then we're going to bed. I'm going to come and go directly to church. Okay, good. I'm going to ask good. for forgiveness and fertile fields and harvests this week's uh, episode actually is a cryptid well i guess a, a cryptid um a species quite possibly which yeah, is well, it's definitely more than one yeah definitely it is near and dear to our hearts though because over at cryptopia.us which used to be american monsters this is the one cryptid that we got tons of sightings about oh my god yes like a lot this is like one where we actually reached out and talked to people so this week we're talking about our group favorite 
The devil monkeys. The devil. Mm, Never take the devil monkey off the table. Smaller and more vicious than their secretive Sasquatch counterparts, these ferocious marsupial-like primates have been seen all across North America, violently attacking pets, livestock, and most alarmingly, human beings in what has been an unrelenting 86-year reign of terror. I know that's an oddly specific amount of terror to be reigned. Why well, not yeah. 90? And well, we Why not 85? I mean, well, the fact is, we're going by the first publicized report. Okay. That's cool. generally what we do. That's just what you do. I don't think that's the birth of the devil monkey. I just think that is the birth of the legend of the devil and monkey. And that's all you can go by. So that's, and that's what, right. what you got to so go by. As, as of now, and I, I don't know if it to, it's to the month, but certainly to the year, we are dealing with an 86-year specific reign of abject horror yeah throughout the continent and possibly United more years to come can't, in our own can't wait in, in our Canada. own backyard of cryptozoology wow but isn't the world our backyard with cryptozoology oh it is kumbaya yeah my mark oh hug your neighbor let's do this maybe don't everyone in america is at least familiar with the reclusive and supposedly benign bigfoot which are said to occupy remote pockets of the pacific northwest up through canada and into alaska the yeti of the harsh, forbidding peaks and valleys of the Himalayan mountains are considered to be slightly more treacherous, especially where female herders and yaks are concerned. They fucking love to slaughter yaks. yaks. Yeah. That's, that's just what they do. As are the voraciously predatory and incredibly odiferous swamp giants known as the skunk apes, which are known to lurk in the murky, moss-ridden marshes of the American Southeast from the Florida Everglades to East Texas and up into Arkansas bog country. In fact, regional ape men can be found not only in nearly every state of the Union, but throughout the entirety of the Western Hemisphere, giving rise to scads of local legends and harrowing tales of horrific encounters kept safe within the confines of secret family discussions, unspooling in hushed tones, lest the rest of the world hear and make fools of them. The Christmas secret. Keep that shit quiet. I'm telling oh. you, it's, and this is conservative, one in ten. Whether it's UFO encounters, whether it's cryptid encounters, whether it's seeing a ghost, one in ten go public, and that is extremely, I was going to say conservative, depending on what perspective it is, I think that it's probably lower than that. I think it's probably more like one in 15. Dude, your mom has seen shit? My mom has seen yeah. shit? Well, I feel like that's that's not going public, though. No. Well, I, what you, I mean, you like... Mean... like Contacting MUFON if you see a UFO. Right. right. Okay. Calling the police if you see a, a giant hairy man ape in your backyard. Yeah, I feel like it's... Most people are going to be like, you know... Way less. No, yeah, absolutely. We're not going right. to this. Not, not at all. So, so when I say like the secret family discussions, I mean a lot of these stories, probably some of the very best, will never see the light of day. There you go. But for all of the decades of discourse that these gargantuan bipedal wild men seem to engender, there is another, much smaller, and infinitely more dangerous predator that deserves a closer look. A creature that has been encountered in the wilds of Virginia and in the homes of Chicago. The homes of homes Chicago? Of Chicago. Homes of Chicago. An animal that very much sees human beings as prey. We are talking, of course, about the diabolically dangerous devil monkeys the devil monkey the devil monkey well due to their uncanny ability to evade the detection of hunters scientists and researchers there are some who suggest that bigfoot and most of its brethren are like us hominins 
which is to say species of early man which are more which are more excuse me closely related to humans than chimpanzees but in contrast devil monkeys are decidedly bestial in nature and seem more akin to a type of old world monkey like the colorful mandrill than a neanderthal or even a modern human so while there's a lot of debate, some people think Bigfoot might be a gigantopithecus, a super gorilla from, you know, ages of yore that only is known to exist because teeth found in an apothecary <coughs> shop somewhere in China. Yeah. Um, I tend to be of the of the, the thought process that they are much more closely attuned to humans and that can uh, account for the intelligence they display in remaining so elusive. So you mean interdimensional shaman? I do not mean that at all. Okay, well that's what I mean. I mean evolutionarily speaking. Oh, Jesus, already. Darwin the shaman that fucking <laughs> seriously <laughs> dick. That fucking that that these things are probably closer to us than animal, like like an ape like the Gigantopithecus. While on the other hand, the devil monkey is almost certainly much more animalistic than your typical Bigfoot or Yeti. We can agree to disagree. That's why we're friends. We're I'm, not always into the same stuff. We actually don't like a lot of the same stuff. I like more stuff than you guys, but you know what? <laughs> we're still friends. You just, I still appreciate you. You just laid a lot on me. Yeah, I did. I'm not sure about the vast swaths of shit we disagree about. Yeah. You certainly like more things than me, but you say that like it's an indictment. Just because Chris and I have discerning taste, don't hold that against us. <laughs> I appreciate and your taste. More to the point, which part do you disagree with? Yeah. Do you think Bigfoot isn't intelligent, or do you think fucking devil monkeys are? If we're talking, or are you just fucking pissed that I didn't go with your goddamn interdimensional Bigfoot right out the gate? Look at, I know it's ten minutes already. I know, really, you barely got into devil monkeys. Yeah, I'm okay. just trying to tell Whatever. you these things are old world monkeys, and you're like, "Fuck you, Rob." This is the intro. <laughs> we're not even in the fucking story. <laughs> I know. We haven't gotten to the goddamn accounts. I'm painting a picture. We have listeners that appreciate my psychedelic approach to Bigfoot. Okay, oh my fucking god. All right, wow. yeah, dude, I want that on the dust jacket <laughs> of our first book. Mark's psychedelic <laughs> approach. It's the only way to approach a goddamn Sasquatch. Psychedelic approach. Trippin' bizarres. Described as being anywhere from three to six feet in length, these shaggy, canine-faced, baboon-like beasts are known for having tiny pointed ears, three-toed feet tipped with razor-sharp claws, and most distinctively, a pair of powerful kangaroo-like legs that allow them to leap incredible distances in excess of 20 fuck-sucking feet. That's a huge jump. That's like vegetable man-sized fucking leaps right That's there. That's a lot. And in some instances to attack at astonishing speeds. So they don't I mean, just use it to bound away. Like I say, they're not just using these sweet, sweet, big, fat, muscular kangaroo legs to get the fuck out of Dodge. More often than not, they're going to come right at you. Well, yeah, yeah, it's the devil monkey. I way. feel like if you can jump 20 feet, then you're, you're moving pretty quick. But most animals, even even predatorial ones, even even wolves and tigers, more often than not, unless they're ravenous, seriously pissed, or deeply territorial and you're fucking up in their space, are going to try to go the other way from humans. They can smell the gunpowder, the sweat, the hate, oh, yeah, the ability yeah. to throw plastic everywhere and destroy the earth. They understand yeah. that while they can kill us, we're worse. <clears throat> they know we have thumbs. They know we have thumbs. Yeah, and they know what we can do with those thumbs. But I'll tell you what, I'm not sure where devil monkeys stand on thumbs, but they don't give fucks about our thumbs. No. Yeah. No, they they are fearless as shit when it comes to human beings. In their description, they sound like an absolute nightmare. Oh, tch. Other characteristics that distinguish this animal from the rest of its ilk are its use of quadrupedal locomotion and the fact that most reports include mention of a long, bushy tail. 
an appendage not found in hominids, which is basically every great ape, including us. Right. Eyewitnesses have also described them as having unkempt, matted coats that range in color from dark reddish brown to deep black, which is noticeably thicker around the neck and shoulders. Again, that kind of like bushy topside that's very reminiscent of baboons and, and certain types of... A big mane going yeah, on. Yeah, that's kind of mane Yeah, yeah mane cool. exactly. As terrifying as their appearance may be, it's their notoriously violent disposition that has become the hallmark of devil monkey encounters. As... Through the years, these creatures have been known to attack their victims, human or animal, with wild abandon, with little or no provocation. Mm, Give no fucks. No. Okay. While it is likely that the primates, now colloquially known as devil monkeys, have been around in some capacity for centuries, if not much, much longer, it wouldn't be until 1934 that the first reported sightings of this rapid and rancorous marauder were made public, and I shit you not... It was initially identified as a killer kangaroo. No, uh, nothing. Well, I mean, kangaroos will fuck you up. Oh, we, no. They will fuck you up. Yeah. yeah. We I have, mean, the we boxing have, kangaroo of yore is no shit. We have listeners in Australia, and they can attest a kangaroo will fuck you up. Yeah, I would never fuck with one. No. They're all muscular and shit, and oh, they got, like, they got crazy tails and nails. They're like abs. merchant marine beef. Yeah. Like, I expect them all to have shitty Navy tattoos circa 1946. Yeah, they're all, all Popeye. Exactly. They're <laughs> yeah. Popeye as fuck. They are the marsupial Popeyes, but they don't eat spinach. Though they could probably store many cans in the filthy, filthy pouch, which I used to oh, think was yeah. probably the warmest, most secure and lovely place as a Isn't small it child. It's like sticky and moist. It's in like Alcanga and yeah, little it's... Rue in my head, like Winnie the Pooh shit. Oh, and gross? in real life, it is like mucus and hate and regret and yeah. shit and piss and fucking animal fur and well, I think you're going dandruff. you're going a little bit far with the shit and piss. No, I think the baby shit and piss in the pouch. I don't oh. think I'm going too far at all. <laughs> I think yeah, being they pretty much live in the pouch. Specific. The, yeah. kang the kangaroos don't shit in their own pouch. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. They shit in their little kangaroo hand and just pouch it up. Warm like, that what? baby up with my shit. That's how kangaroos work. My you're God. Thinking, you know what you're thinking? Wallabies. Yeah, they shit in their own pouch. Yeah. <laughs> Science. Thank you for bringing that up because I think it was last year, actually, I took my kids to the wild action park of Cicero or whatever, and I paid like 30 bucks to hang on to a wallaby. The poor thing was just so sleepy. Oh, uh, was it worth it? I mean, for 30 was it bucks. Like, was it fucking drugged out? Was it, it no, I, I think Probably it was just was. tired. The kids were into it, and I was into it, but I was like, don't worry, say, I'll save a you. A wild animal is not tired in the hands of a human. They're freaking out. They're drugging that thing. Um, I, I don't know. I, I can't speak to that. They seem like a legit place. Okay. They have hyenas. Oh, yeah. No, that's it. You're right. <laughs> you Pedigree know. established. What? Yeah. yeah you, that, that's the I didn't completely. know that was the bar for uh, professionalism. <laughs> they have hyenas. Yeah. No, you, you should have said that. You should open. Yeah. Yeah. I would have known. <laughs> yeah. Really? Is it just for anywhere or just for hey, zoos? Hey, you or? guys want to go to this fucking New Chili's? They have hyenas. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Of course, <laughs> of course I'm going to go there. All right. It's a perfect restaurant. <laughs> it's a great, it's, it seems, I don't know what, how to feel about zoos. I don't know, man. It seems on the up and up. They save shit. Continue, no. please. All right. When they're preserving lives and they're not caging their shit up in tiny little bars and like they're a shitty mom and pop organization, I support zoos. I don't when know, man. When they're AZA compliant, that's American right. zoos and aquariums compliant, okay. I'm cool. All right. If you fucking have a backyard zoo with a rhino and a 10 by 10 pen <laughs> made out of chain leak fence and fucking bumper stickers, you're fucking up and get out of the business. Yeah. All right, just continue. But I digress. I, I, they have tigers and they spray at kids. Just yes. continue. They thought they were dealing with, in 1934, Ruse. a killer kangaroo. 
According to a newspaper report in the New York Times and other papers, during January of 1934, eyewitnesses from South Pittsburgh, Tennessee... That throws you for a loop. You're expecting South Pennsylvania there. Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Okay, yeah, it works. Described a mysterious beast that could leap across fields with unbelievable speed and was leaving a swath of dead and partially devoured animals in its wake, including ducks, geese, and several German police dogs. It was targeting German shepherds? I'm assuming it's German shepherds. It was listed was as German it? police dogs, but... I don't think it was, was their it, nationality. Was it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. was it? Yeah, I was gonna say it was dogs from Germany that just happened to be like police dogs, like a Schnauzer and a boxer, like immigrant and, dogs. Yeah, of they all had their types. cards and everything. They had their green cards. They're just trying to make a living yeah. in America. I mean, all right, well, that's now fuck. they're fucked because so the, killer kangaroo comes on the scene and it's on. Well, this thing just has a buffet apparently. So, all right, whatever. The Reverend W.J. Hancock claimed to have seen the creature, which he described as being fast as lightning and looking like a giant kangaroo as it ran and leapt across a field. Another witness, Frank Cobb, became alarmed when he stumbled across the grisly remains of one of the animal's victims. The head and shoulders of a large Alsatian were all that was left after the brutal beast's nocturnal feast. Oh, man. Can you imagine? That's that's some, like, Herschel Gordon Lewis shit. Just finding... Like, when things are cut off of the head or a limb, it's bad and ugly. But when things are kind of ripped mid-torso, from the shoulder? like, yeah, from, like just below the collarbone down, yeah. that takes that takes commitment. Dude, this thing was living after midnight. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're going to let it all hang out. Yeah. According to the account, a search party managed to track the vicious predator to a mountainside cave where the prints abruptly vanished. That is the footprints they were following. As did the creature itself. It's unknown whether any of the impromptu posse possessed the moxie to enter the cave and check it out for themselves, but it's likely that saner heads prevailed and the group gave up the chase and went home to try and protect their families and homes from this prowling slaughterhouse. You had it prowling slaughterhouse. It is a two-legged slaughterhouse. But you you knew where it was. Well, you followed its tracks. Maybe. It's there. Do you go into the cave? 1934? How many people? Are what's, you guys flashlight, what's flashlight technology in 34? It's a candles. steel kerosene lantern? We don't know these things. We, no, do, I don't, we know. don't know what's past Pennsylvania or is it, uh, is it torches and, and Bibles? I don't know what gets you through. I mean, I don't know, man. You no, pretty, I'm not going into the Killer Kangaroo's you know. cave in 1934 with my posse, limited tech. A posse of people that can't see in the dark with fucking super muskets. I don't know what they were working with at that point. <laughs> Blunderbusses. All right. It probably all right. Well, was. we all had a blunderbuss. Yeah, all right. Granted, a lot of friendly fire casualties are going to happen, <laughs> hey, but still. Happens, Listen, whatever. dude, this is post-flapper America. Right, you're right. It was I, I a know, different America. It was I'm a quieter just, America. Listen, you're right. People have tons of bread now. It's true. They, they had baguette, armed with baguettes. <laughs> yeah. Going yeah. to the cave. Croissant, maybe? Mm. Mm. I do love a croissant. While it may be debatable as to whether or not the 1934 encounters are with a devil monkey or another unknown animal, the first official devil monkey attack on a human occurred in 1959 when a couple by the name of Boyd, along with their daughter Pauline, were driving on a dark and isolated road through the mountains near their home in Saltville, Virginia. The drive was uneventful until, without warning, an ape-like beast exploded from the darkened forest and smashed into the side of the car with a gut-sickening crunch. The traumatized Mr. Boyd, unsure if he had hit an animal or a human being, slammed onto the brakes, and that's when the family of three came face-to-face with a living, inhuman horror. Please tell me they stayed in the car. They didn't. We'll see. Okay. Just as suddenly as the thing had crashed into the car, it began to savagely strike out at it, leaving deep gouges in the paint. 
It's unknown if it was simply defending itself from the large quote-unquote steel creature that had inadvertently hurt it or if it wanted access to the fresh meat inside of the vehicle. Let's go with the second one. It wants to eat it. It's more fun. It sounds really cool. Like you just got to peel back. Sometimes the lid's heavy. Yeah. It's a can. It's like, yeah. It's a can. Yeah. It's it's a TV dinner. You got to pull back that foil. Sometimes you got to take that uh, wrapper tuna. off that Hershey Kiss, that human oh, Hershey tuna. Kiss. <laughs> wow, the human the Hershey human Kiss. Human tuna. I know that's supposed human to sound tuna. like horrible. Human tuna sounds a lot worse. Yeah. Like, he said human Hershey Kiss. I'm like, yeah, I'm not so impressed with that. He said human tuna. I'm like, oh. yeah. I just threw up a little bit of my mouth. Oh. All right. Panic-stricken, the father of the clan wasted no time in shifting the car into gear and accelerating away from the ferocious fiend. But as brief as their run-in was, Pauline was still able to describe the simian aggressor thusly. It had light, taffy-colored hair with a white blaze down its neck and underbelly. It stood on two large, well-muscled back legs and had shorter front legs or arms. It's a pretty cool... For something that's pounding on your car and you're terrified, right. when they get away, and yes, they didn't get out of the car. They were smart. They got the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. Right. Um, to, for her to remember it that succinctly, it's I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. But then again, well, if you get a full-on look, you know, but taffy you, color, that makes you think like, oh, it's like a little, little teddy bear, little devil monkey teddy bear. But you can't snuggle with this fucking thing. No. It's hateful. I mean, yeah. it would have been cooler if they got out of the car, but they probably would have died. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, history. What are you going to do? It soon became evident that the Boyds were not the only ones to have a terrifying run-in with this thing, and as Mr. Boyd went on to describe a second devil monkey encounter that occurred just days later in the same region. And this is what he said. Several days after the incident, two nurses from Saltville were driving home from work one morning and were attacked by an unknown creature who ripped the convertible top from their car. Not the convertible. Well, it's just light fabric. Don't get a soft top. According to their sworn testimony, as soon as the rapacious monster attacked, the women began to shriek in terror, which seemed to frighten the beast into retreating. The lucky nurses managed to escape unharmed, but they were almost certainly psychologically scarred by the whole ordeal. In 1969, esteemed mystery ape researchers John Green and Rene DeHinden, like stone classics in American Bigfoot research, looked into accounts of a long-tailed quote-unquote monkey beast that eyewitnesses claimed was lurking near Mamquam in British Columbia. The creature was said to have left a series of distinctive three-toed tracks akin to those attributed to devil monkeys in its wake. Mm, we got devil monkey mania. Everywhere. Devil we're, monkey we're, on the we're brain. Gonna, we're going to be jumping. We're going to be jumping now. We're going to be giving reports. Okay, right, okay. We're going to get to it. it. In 1973, famed cryptozoologist and author Lauren Coleman investigated reports of three black, bushy-tailed, quote-unquote, giant monkeys with dog-like faces that were said to have slaughtered livestock, particularly cattle, in Albany, Kentucky. Coleman mentioned the event in an interview on Animal Planet, and this is what he said. I investigated that case in depth. I interviewed the people who were very sincere. In the whole context of devil monkey reports, it seemed extremely sincere. You have these reports of hairy monkey-like creatures with tails, very different from Bigfoot. In their essential compendium of the unknown, Creatures of the Goblin World, Jerome Clark and Lauren Coleman report that on July 4th, 1974, an unnamed father and his two sons observed what they described as, and I quote, a medium-sized dog with a monkey face and a curved monkey-like tail leap across a country road near Oakland. I assume Oakland, California, but it wasn't specific. All right. 
1979, there was a spate of encounters with a bipedal monkey-like critter known, somewhat tongue-in-cheek one presumes, as the Belt Road Booger. Booger. Okay. Yeah, the Belt... All right, well, I mean... Sure. Why not? Why not? I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge your regional monster. Your booger. You got your momos. Your booger. Champs. You got your boogers. All right, your boogers. That's what you do. Hey. Which hailed from the rural depths of Georgia. One female eyewitness described it as the ugliest looking thing I've ever seen. It had a tail like a beaver's, but it was bushy. She also claimed it bore a face like a dog. All familiar traits to those who have studied devil monkey lore. With perhaps the exception of the broad, flat beaver tail, which is pretty unique in the annals of cryptozoology. Unless it's like a weartipus. A weartipus. A a duck build. (laughs) How how has nobody made a shitty platypus werewolf movie? How has that gone undone in this age of sci-fi movies and direct-to-video fucking fuck-all? You know, uh, make it happen, dude. Oh, you're no. the you're the guy. You make movies. You, You've made movies. You, know, you are a movie maker. You know what I tell my listeners? What's that? There's your freebie. Have at it. You're giving it to the listeners to oh, make it. The where to puss? All the, right. The, the platypus wolf. Can we yeah. get like a like a cameo in it? Oh, of course. If can you're I, gonna make the movie, yes. can we all be killed by the? We're gonna puss? be investigating. We come in like we die instantly. That's the ironic part. All right. Cool. We are right. not field investigators, and we are going to suck at it, and we're going to die. And the, the platypus, whatever the fuck it is, you name yeah. it. You have to name it. Whoever makes this movie will definitely slaughter us immediately. Will I try to like get on the where to puss's good side? No, you'll probably try with to kill my it. charm immediately. And then yeah. kill it? I'm like, oh no, you're gonna be cool. the first to die. Oh of course, I have to. You're gonna immediately shoot you're just gonna be rustling in the bushes. You're gonna shoot at it without right. even caring. Chris I, Chris is gonna get beheaded and then there's gonna be close up his face and his eyes will still be rolling at the absurdity <laughs> of it all. He'll still be mad. I'm gonna be mad not. for yeah, years after. <laughs> and I'm gonna be trying to use big words while I'm choking literally on my own blood. Nice. All right, cool. I like this. Where to puss. Where to puss. But we digress. The beaver tail is fucking weird. It is weird. In fact, more than a few eyewitnesses have described these beasts as first resembling a wild dog at a distance, then revealing themselves to be something much more bizarre and sinister. The 1980s proved to be a fairly dry decade in terms of devil monkey sightings, or survivors to be more accurate, because maybe they were around but just getting deadlier. Yeah, they're feasting. But they came back with a bang in the last decade of the 20th century. 1996 in particular proved to be a banner year due primarily to the fact that a woman named Barbara Mullins happened to have a camera on her when she spied a large mass of fur on the side of a Louisiana highway and pulled over to take a look. Are we talking about one of my favorite roadkill pictures ever? Oh, the bestest. All right, bring it, bring it. Barbara climbed out of her car to investigate what Mark and I at American Monsters back in the day dubbed the DeRitter Roadkill. Due to its proximity to a small city in Beauregard Parish that bears the same name, what Barbara had seen was an animal approximately the size of an adult St. Bernard that was smothered with a thick coat of dark, woolly hair. But on closer inspection, she was astounded. The first thing that caught her attention was the carcass's decidedly baboon-like features and its small, pointed ears. Barbara then noticed that the creature did not have paws like that of a canine, but extended primate-like feet and hands. To her great credit, the curious observer took the time to retrieve her camera and snapped at least nine photos of the curious corpse, which were published by the De Quincey News on September 25, 1996. Tragically, when authorities went back to retrieve the carcass, 
neither hide nor hair remained. And that's one of those great, as you might say in Boston, wicked pisses of fucking cryptozoology. Yeah. Because you're just like, I mean, I don't expect a random woman. Barbara Mullins, God bless her, took the photos and they're compelling. Could you find them so you, got, yeah. you and Chris can look at them? Fucking, they're amazing. I, I recommend to all of our listeners, check them out now. If you haven't seen them and committed them to memory, they are fucking fascinating. What it looks like at first uh, is like a Pomeranian that fucking shouldn't have been on good old Highway 12 in Louisiana. But when you get the closer images, it is stunning. Now, maybe it would have been prosaic. Sometimes carcasses <laughs> decay a little and they become twisted like the yeah, Montauk look, monster, uh, yeah. which is almost certainly a raccoon as much as I wanted it to be a baby wingless griffin. Um, but <laughs> Why would you not? But I really do think that this thing might have been a really phenomenal zoological discovery, and it is a damn shame that either predators or random fuck-alls, who knows what, curiosity seekers stole it because... Well, I mean, it's just another mystery that we have to chalk up to fucking myth and legend now that we'll never really know yep. the answer to. Yep. All right, so Christopher, here is the pictures of the Deritter, Deritter roadkill. It could be carcass. I think, it, I think it's Deritter. But Deritter, whatever. Yes. There it is. That is an interesting, if that's a Pomeranian, it's got some weird feet. It's got um, really weird feet and a really weird snout. Yeah, Chris, what do you think? Yeah, it's just, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's really super. I mean, it's um, full of intrigue. You know, when you're limited to nine fucking photos, you know, your imagination can run wild, but it definitely leaves you with that real possibility that there might be something significant there. All right, so you know what, Robert? Possibly a dead devil monkey. But you know what? When they went back, it was gone. You know why? They bury their own. Wow. Yeah, you like that? Oh, my God. No, I wasn't seeing it. I thought you were going to go Men in Black or Interdimensionals or Tulpas were going to fucking come around and play volleyball with it, but... What you said, actually, in its own dark way, makes sense. Yeah, there you go. They Jesus bury Christ. their own. They bury their own. The Mark Store story. <laughs> Continue. The same year, Louisiana was also the site for another strange eyewitness report that seemed very much like a devil monkey. The report was posted online in 2009 by a biologist and consultant for a biotechnology firm who, understandably, chose to withhold his name. This is his account. As I sat there alone, gazing out at the rain, I noticed some movement to my left in a large field next to the property. The field is separated from the property by an old fence with scattered pine trees next to it. I turned to look and saw something I honestly don't know what, running extremely fast on all fours from the field toward our property. At first, I guess I kind of thought it might be a dog, but as it got closer, I realized I was wrong. The thing, whatever it was, ran on all fours to the spot in the fence where the trees were about 30 feet apart, then leapt over the five-foot fence in one hop. Once on my side of the fence, this thing stood up on two legs! Oh, Exclamation point. not good. It was only 30 feet from me at that point, and I got a really good look at it. It was about four feet tall, maybe a little bigger. It had really big yellowish eyes, large pointed ears, and a sparse coat of shaggy fur. It stood on its tiptoes and had a long, somewhat bushy tail, kind of like a squirrel, but not nearly as thickly furred. So that's sort of like long and stringy. Yeah, okay. Puff at the end, maybe? Sort I don't know. Strange. Squirrel man, man squirrel. Yeah, kind of icky. The snout was very cat-like. I was close enough to make out thick hairs on the face. I'm inclined to believe that these may have been whiskers. Once it stood, it kept its arm to its sides, much like a human, but slightly bent at the elbows. Its hands had identifiable fingers with noticeable claws. 
With its bushy tail, pointed ears, noticeable claws, and penchant for leaping, it is difficult not to associate this eyewitness report as well as his extraordinary illustration, which I included in the email too. Yep. The drawing the guy did. It, yep. It's a really incredible drawing, which looks actually a lot like the DeRitter carcass, which makes me think it might be the same or part of the same, I guess, colony or whatever. Possibly. Yeah, it's interesting. Could be. Yeah. Cousins. Who knows? I mean, yeah, but it's it's just fascinating. It happened in the same region in the same year. So to get back to it, um, the illustration is really fascinating. Uh, so, as I said, it's difficult not to associate this eyewitness report with those of classic devil monkey sightings. One of the responses to his post even referred to American Monster's original devil monkey article which, of course, was our original website yeah, doing this stuff, Cryptopia. which we US. mentioned earlier, which brought forth this response from the eyewitness. I know I saw something that day that I could not explain, and I am hard-pressed to ask others to blindly accept what I say at face value. I am not trying to convince anyone, but rather find answers for myself. In any case, after considering the evidence, I firmly believe that what I saw was indeed a so-called devil monkey. So this biochemist based on his own research, believes that what he saw was a devil monkey. Solid. Right. On June 26, 1997, that's a year later, the citizens of Duncansville, Ohio, of course Ohio, were evidently terrorized by a gray, hairy, extremely aggressive, five-foot-tall monkey-like creature with huge dark eyes, long-pointed ears, and a short tail. Long arms, and most intriguingly, a face like a baboon. Well, that's just Ohio, man. Shit gets weird there, yeah. dude. Mm. It's not Devil Monkey. Nah. That's Aunt Rita. It's a loveland frog put on a coat. Oh. Got a big old coat. That's right. Like that, that makes sense. I Here like it. it. Call back. Then, in November 2000, at about 10.30 p.m., a bow hunter from Columbia, Missouri, was shocked to discover three deer carcasses completely drained of blood. While hunting a few nights later, the same hunter stumbled on yet another dead deer, this one with wounds in its neck separated by about two inches. He stared as its crimson blood gushed across the crisp white snow. Could that possibly be a chupacabra? It could be. But a deer's not a goat. But still, in principle... <laughs> you gotta see. It's <laughs> trash and just dreams, man. Is that really? Yeah, Or am is. I building you up... To grasp a bigger dream that's more buoyant and no, can carry dude, you where you need to go, dude. They fucking uh, you want. You know what? Your dreams are three balloons. I'm giving you the Goodyear blimp, a blimp for you because you love fucking blimps. Yeah, you're welcome. Is it 99 Luft balloons? I will. I will pop your nuclear <laughs> oh Holocaust German balloons, <laughs> and I will see you 14 dirigibles. All right, fine. I'm accepting the dirigibles. Thank you. Good Let sir. me hate on your dreams so you can fucking embrace something you bigger. Clearly have, and I will embrace nothing. Chupacabra will suck what it wants. <laughs> That'd be a real questionable shirt that we might end up making. Oh, boys, these are all boisterous. Okay, so we're fucking in the woods in Columbia, Missouri. <coughs> Sagely, this is after he saw this fucking partially exsanguinated deer. Sagely, the hunter decided to call it a night and make the long trek home. While making his way back through the suffocating darkness, he began to hear sounds in the brush behind him. Anxious, he pushed himself to go faster. That's when he suddenly realized that whatever it was that was making the sounds was following him. Mm. The hunter understood that there was no way he could outrun this predacious pursuer in the snow-crusted forest. After realizing that a confrontation would be inevitable, he wheeled around to see what was behind him. At first, all he could make out was a dark shape moving quickly against the glistening snow. 
The stalker flicked his flashlight on, instantly illuminating a creature that simply should not exist. According to his report, this enigmatic entity was approximately three feet in height with a coat of thick, dark, matted hair. Its face was nearly identical to that of a baboon. Ding, ding, ding. But its unique eyes were larger than those of a human being. Hmm. Startled by the sudden flash of light, the beast dashed up a nearby hill while the hunter rushed back to his truck. Once there, he could still see the shape of the creature silhouetted about 45 feet away. Hoping to make history, the man drew, aimed, and fired his bow. Like a true hero. Or fucking yeah. murderer. Oh, Crypto murderer. Really? A murderer? What's the thing? The thing ran away. And he took a shot. It was chasing him. It yeah, wasn't, but he was safe in his truck. It wasn't going to like help him. How do you know? It, it, why, would it, why would it chase him? Maybe, maybe he dropped to his wallet him. in the woods and he was trying to return it. Oh, really? And not understanding really? English, he couldn't just say, oh, dude, you might need your ID. So he's chasing after him. Then he gets a light in his eyes. He you gets know. scared away. All right, away. we'll continue because if his shot was successful, we'd be in a different field right now, wouldn't we, Rob? We wouldn't be crackpots in a podcast, would we? No, we still would be. There would oh, just right, be one true. kind of monkey that was discovered in fucking Missouri. Fine, whatever. Patreon.com slash podcast. Absolutely. Although he was sure he'd hit the thing, it managed to run away. When he got up the gumption to finally check the scene, he could find neither a trace of his arrow nor any blood. Mm. So he thought it found purchase, but then, you know, who knows? Or maybe, maybe it did. Maybe it did. Maybe he just booked. Yeah. Maybe he stuck it. Or maybe they don't bleed. Maybe they're too hard to bleed. Maybe devil monkeys... They ain't got time they ain't to bleed. Got time to bleed. Yeah, well. Exactly. Maybe they're fucking in Predator. Jesse the Body venturing their way through life. Yeah. If it bleeds, we can kill it. But the question is, can it bleed? And will it bleed? And if it can't bleed, I, then That's still an assumption. It. <laughs> it's true. I'm, I'm assuming a lot here. True. Over the course of two weeks in September of 2001, the residents of Danville, New Hampshire, were terrified by unearthly howls and shrieks that would pierce through the cold night air like a klaxon. Hysterical eyewitnesses, nine in all, claimed that the source of this hellish din was a massive, red-haired primate with razor-sharp teeth, a canine-like face, and huge claws, which roamed through their town in the dead of night in search of prey. Even Danville's fire chief claimed to have seen the beast running through the streets late one night, stirring a genuine panic in Rockingham County. Authorities, working on the assumption that a feral monkey was loose in their community, not something paranormal, just somebody's pet fucking monkey, fucking around, doing what they do, Yeah. dispatched search parties to find the creature, but their efforts were for naught. Fun search party, though. Oh, yeah. Must have been. If we're in a search party to go find a monkey, we're going to be drinking... <clears throat> It's going to be a good time. Well, any search party. Well, yeah. We're going to be drinking. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, if it's like a person, like a loved one, probably not. <clears throat> oh, no. I mean, you're right. But like, Well, the um, creatures. We're not talking about I, missing I, persons I, cases. I'm, I'm the fuck's so- wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I know. You ruined the whole search party party. I don't party. know. What if like someone that we know gets lost doing cool shit? Yeah, I know. It's still <sighs> technically a search party, but that's not what we were fucking All talking right, about. Fine. I'm sorry. We met oh, search hyphen party oh, all right all right you're talking about i don't know man survival of loved ones and humans I was yeah, watching, that's a harrowing terrible dude, I, experience I, I was you know i watched this this week again it was uh one of the, the uh, missing 411 docs wow and there's a search party man it's sad but you know what we're not talking about that we're talking about uh unknown creatures enigmatic entities yeah no and, shit <laughs> and us having fun and drinking well me beer. and rob were i don't yeah, know we what you were, were thinking fine chris fine. and i were fucking in Holy bachelor shit. party 1984 and you were fucking in the first 48 
grisly blood and fucking lost loved ones. <laughs> true. It's true. Well played, dick. <laughs> Now I see why we get with no stars. <laughs> we get no. We, we got two stars, and, and then we got five. No, I think we got two. We, we got two. Then we got five. Maybe yeah, we, we have gotten three again. I don't know. Something. Something happened. Not everybody has to love us. They don't. I'm. A, we're okay with that. I can live with that. I like that they don't like us and that they leave reviews though, because we must have definitely affected their day. <laughs> They're oh, God. like, fuck these guys. Uh, anyway, well, they certainly don't want a digression into search parties. <laughs> fuck them. You know what I say? Fuck them. Fuck them if you can't take a joke. All right. There was a brief resurgence in devil monkey interest in Rockingham County when, in the summer of 2015, it was reported that someone had seen a quote-unquote hairy beast dragging what looked like either a young child's lifeless body oh, or a limp doll. Oh, God. What? Yeah, yeah I don't know. That was probably Devil monkey and their was fucking, there, and their raggedy hands. Was there anything fucking missing? Was, was there a missing children's report? Let me finish. Oh, I'm nervous. Fear once again gripped Danville, but seeing as no missing children had been reported at least in the area, the Fuhrer quickly died down. What if it was a missing child from somewhere else? That's exactly it. Like, just because no one from Danville yeah. is missing... Like, like a fucking devil well, monkey can't carry a kid from a state away. Like, that couldn't have been, like, from Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah but why still, would it? If he's still eating the kid, there's gnawing on it. You gotta, you gotta drag the baby for a while. You gotta oh, tenderize the meat. Drag the baby. That's, that's what fucking devils do. That dude. Devil monkeys drag the baby. This is, this is why you take the shot. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Thank you. If this account had come first, maybe I would have supported the Bowhunters' Always take fucking the shot. aggression. Always. Oh, I don't know about that. Never take the devil off the table, but wait for the right moment to take the shot. Right, fine, we'll agree to disagree. Fair enough. This is where it gets fun. One of the weirdest devil monkey encounters on the books allegedly occurred on January 12, 2006. On that day... An anonymous eyewitness claimed that after he and his family entered their Chicago home, we're finally getting Chicago. there, they received the jolt of their lives. Expecting to be greeted by their loyal and loving Labrador, the family was shocked to discover what they claimed was a quote-unquote devil-like creature violently attacking my six-year-old Labrador dog. The man further described the unholy beast as being, and I quote, an unusual combination of monkey, wolf, and devil. With long fangs, uh. a monkey-like <laughs> tail, and extremely bright, glowing eyes. But unlike most things we talk about, Rob, we don't have a lot of photographic evidence. But nope. for this creature, we have a photo. I'm Let me get here. Let me get here. Wait, Christopher. We have Astonishingly, a photo. the father did not succumb to panic, but remained calm enough to grab a nearby camera and snap a photo of the seemingly devilish beast. It was after the flashbulbs burst that this thing purportedly sprang onto its hind legs, nearly pushing over the lucky fellow and his family in an effort to escape through the open door behind them. Would you care to show Christopher... As I was saying earlier, Christopher, the most incredible piece of compelling evidence, evidence in cryptozoological history. monkey or... A brown lab. Another dog. <laughs> or a dog. In your house. <laughs> looking at you. I highly recommend that those that haven't seen uh, this, find this photo. We'll post it. We'll post it somewhere. Mark will. On, I know, the Instas pretty, and the Twitters and whatnot. I'm pretty sure it's on the Cryptopia.us website. Oh, yeah. It's on uh, the Cryptopia.us uh, Devil Monkey article. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I remember when we this article went up because I'm like, okay, so there was another dog in the house, and I was like, yeah, or it was a devil it was monkey. A devil monkey. Yeah, but it looks yeah, to me as though it's someone else's. This lab. brings up a good point though, because without that picture, reading that story, oh. what would you say? 
if all you had was the words, yeah, and right, you did, and, and you, you did not. But that's what they. That's no, they, but, they had the words, but, and that's what they. But that's, listen, that's it. If all you had was the words, and you didn't have the ability to speak one on one to kind of judge the eyewitnesses uh, based on their reactions, because I've definitely <laughs> met some shady people that are squirrely as the dills. Like it's not easy to be sincere about a lie. Some people can do it. Some people are masters. They're, yeah, they're like key salespeople. They're like sociopaths there's some people that can just lie and fully commit but most people have a very difficult time doing it you cannot sense that with the written word i'll concede that in real yeah. life who knows but this is just yeah well who, i'm not even saying they're lying i'm saying even if they really did think it's what they thought it was all right let's continue here all right this unnamed observer also claimed that his neighborhood had been thereafter plagued with numerous reports of missing pets and even went so far as to state that there was an additional and as yet wholly unsubstantiated account of yet another individual seeing an identical beast hanging from a local tree by its prehensile tail. That brown lab has no, I'm sorry, chocolate, chocolate lab, has no prehensile tail. It has a tail of a lab. Oh, Yes. Of a doggy, of a puppins. I mean, it's a clear. Dogo. We have, well, Mark and I have a bias towards the bizarre. <laughs> Not so much Chris. But even entertaining that, um, this photograph <clears throat> is pretty conclusive proof of two dogs having a good old time in a living room. <laughs> yeah. or, no or, devil monkey involved. Or may I, do I dare even bring it up, the devil monkey, when the picture was taken, changed shape to discredit this guy's account. Wow. Oh, I like so, that. So it's demonic. Trickster God. Trickster God. Yeah. Could be a tulpa. Chris hates me. Ultra terrestrial. No, Always. I expect this. There's Never a God. lot of shape-shifting <laughs> entities. Could be a skinwalker. They're there to fuck with you. All right, well, Robert. Certainly could be a skinwalker. Could, could be a skinwalker. Could be a skinwalker. Now, it's the most compelling photograph in the history of the paranormal. <laughs> now, this is proof. Wow. <laughs> Good Lord. I am proof. All right. Like I say, this shit, this shit reeks of a hoax. But let's move on. Most recently, on September 4th, 2018, author, podcaster, and all-around awesome mofo, Adam Benedict. Oh, shit, what's up, Adam? Hell yes. Of the Pine Barrens Institute, published a user-submitted cryptid sighting of a devil monkey by a 63-year-old man known only as Rocky V. Or Rocky V, I guess. That could be. It could be Rocky V, yeah. My, my favorite Rocky movie. The report reads as follows. Dare you. I was coming home from a golf course, the golf course that I work at. It was just after dark on Highway 728 slash Nolan Dam Road, just after Briar Creek Road, when I saw something white on the left side of the road. I thought to myself it was a goat, then thought maybe it was a dog, but then I got closer and, and seen it was on its hind legs. It was tall, maybe six to six and a half feet tall and solid white. It looked like it was well-groomed. You got to take pride in your appearance. Totally. Okay. But I think it was in a sort of fear reflex because it never moved and its face was stuck in a snarl or grimace. I did notice its large canines and its tail was showing above its head and bent like a monkey's. It had beautiful fur, a pinkish tan face, but I didn't notice the eyes. It had muscular legs, not like a man's, and a lean torso. I did not notice the ears. Hmm. As I was on my way home, I didn't think to stop, plus it was big and menacing. That just makes sense. I didn't think about it again until the next day, and at first I thought I could have seen a dog. 
But then I Googled what I had seen and saw a rough picture drawn next to the Pine Barrens logo. What I saw that night was a jolt to the senses and left me confused and not sure what I had exactly seen. Has anyone else seen this recently? I hope this helps you. Rocky. So there's a discussion that goes on between uh, Adam and Rocky at this point where um, he expresses Mr. Benedict, the, you know, the familiarity of the, this creature with devil monkeys. Mm-hmm. That goes where it goes. That's one of the most recent sightings I've come across. And be sure to check that out. The Pine Barrens Institute. Yes. His website. And of course, Adam's Podcast. awesome book. Oh, yeah. Which is Monsters in Print, available on Amazon. Get the book. It is the shit. And then leave a review. It's an awesome book. I love my. I I, I have the author signed copy because someone took the other copy that I have. That I'm putting to good use. Just saying. That with Adam's blessing, we are going to transform into numerous pods as the years go on. Just saying. I think it was a worthwhile investment. I think it was too because I got the signed copy. Hey. Oh, you son of a biscuit. Continue. Adam, if you want to mail me an autograph just so I can throw it in the sun. He doesn't have your address. It's the fucking 21st century. You don't ever check your email. Oh, God damn. You're, I'm you're never going to get an autograph. You're going to tell me to get Adam your fucking it's address so I can happen. get you another book. Not going to happen, good sir. I don't want another book. Good. I have one and you're I love it. not getting one. Mine is dog-eared and beloved. Fine. It's an excellent book, Adam. Keep it up. I can't wait for your next totally. one. Totally. Also, to everyone out there that has a book, leave a review on Amazon. Thank you very much, Rob. It helps. Continue. Okay. As we all know, North America, with the exception of some portions of Mexico, is devoid of primates, making the problem of the existence of devil monkeys, not to mention Sasquatch or the skunk ape, all the more perplexing. While skeptics insist that the whole phenomenon is very likely nothing more than the product of vivid imaginations, outright lies, or, on rare occasions, the misidentification of escaped pet monkeys or kangaroos, or a chocolate lab, or a chocolate lab, or a wolf, (laughs) or whatever else, those who have had the good fortune to confront one of these creatures and live to tell about it can confirm that these predacious primates are not only real, they are potentially Deadly. Potentially. Boogie Down 2020 Productions. There it is. Um, The Devil Monkeys. The Devil Monkeys. And that's hardly like encyclopedic. As many cases as we cited, and there's a lot of the hot ones, uh, and by hot ones, I mean like one of the, the, you know, the more notable ones. There are so many more. Like, someone could definitely dedicate a book to it. But what I'm fascinated about is like, kind of like what we were talking about in the intro, this is sort of like the, the, the black sheep of the the Sasquatch, the the hairy hominid slash hominoid families, even though these are much more primate, like they're monkeys, basically. They have the tails. They really look like baboons. They seem to have the the canine-like snout. Um, So there's a lot of different options. We're going to start talking about it, but they are most definitely, I think there's something to it because the reports, you know, are from all over and pretty compelling. And I think they are maybe as closely related to Sasquatch and its ilk as we are to say chimpanzees and bonobos, which means very close, but significant enough to be thoroughly different in practicality. So as I mentioned uh, in the beginning of that with AmericanMonsters.com uh, and Cryptopia.us, this is one of the most common sightings that we, that we would get. And Absolutely. a lot of it was people like, I found your site, I saw the images, I saw this. So they... Yeah, like they didn't even have a context for Devil Monkey. No, they didn't, but they would look up what they thought they saw the characteristics and it would come up with a devil monkey. So it is like an amalgamation of all these different kind of mishmash features put together. The one though, and we have talked about it a couple of times and I believe I still have the email was 
There was a woman uh, up near Buffalo, near, I believe it was one of the reservations. Absolutely. And we are going to do that as a pod. Where her That's son why it wasn't included was in this. actually tracked yes. by a pack of these, and she was with her son. And then it turned into like they were jumping on a roof. It was frightening. Now, mind you, she we, we had a brief conversation on the phone, but apparently the cell service didn't necessarily work out in our favor or hers. Um, but this happened for a, almost like a week. Well, you know what? It's like... And, one of the first things, real quick, that I told her was, to, okay, first of all, call the police. Yeah, and then of second course. of all, yeah, call yeah. the DEC. Safety first. Yeah, safety first, motherfuckers. Um, no, it's really so, yeah. like a local uh, Ape Canyon event. Yeah. Except it didn't happen seventy or whatever many years ago. Yeah. Or eighty or ninety now. I mean, it's been a long time. It, it like it was a family. They were terrified. It happened within the last decade and a half she was asking us if it was common that they like got on the roof and you know like jumped around like through shit and i'm like uh robert i don't know do they do this i you know i'd never heard of that but yeah. devil monkeys assuming that that's what they are right are notoriously as we said over and over again in the context of this podcast aggressive notoriously yeah they, they like some like say most creatures even ones that are you know more than capable of rending human flesh into Twain and, and leaving just parts about usually want to avoid you like the plague. Yeah, no. Most of the time, sharks don't want to eat you. Most of the time, fucking lions don't want to disembowel you unless they're super hungry or you're like, say, fucking with their kids or territory. These things seem like they have a whole other protocol. They are here to fuck you up. I don't know if it's for food. I don't know if it's just straight belligerence. Yeah, I don't know they what their be. deal is. I mean, uh, but if, if they are real, they are mean as fuck. If we are the human buffet, then buffet. There you go. If I'm, you're an omnivore, and we're, you know we're soft, pink, and easy to, right. especially me. You can catch me in a fucking heartbeat. Fat old asthmatic. What the fuck am I going to do? Devil yeah. monkey, fucking pondo, right here. Yeah. Dude, you are the golden buffet for or the fucking golden corral for fucking That's devil monkeys. That's true. Absolutely. Old, old country, Uncle Rob. Old country. All right. So Christopher, kick us off. Uh, so I I don't think people are making things up. I think people are seeing something. Okay. The problem is something you said earlier about it does seem like an amalgamation that that's also like a detriment to it. Cause if you just took a chart of sightings and you made a list of like 15 characteristics, mm -hmm. there'd be X's fucking all over and not one complete picture. Everyone has a little bit right. of a little bit one, but some have nothing to do with some other ones. Mm -hmm. One has, one's a kangaroo with a dog face. One's a dog with a monkey face. Yep, one's a monkey one's with hairy, dog face. One's standing. One's fucking not standing. I hear what you're saying. But actually, and I know it's our different perspectives, I actually see that more as similarities than disparities in the sense that if someone says it's a monkey face with a dog-like snout and another person says it's a dog face with kind of monkey characteristics, to me, it's two people describing basically the same face, but from a different perspective. Either they're more inclined to think no, about dogs or they're more inclined face, to think about a, monkeys. A kangaroo with like a dog face and a dog with a monkey face are not the same Those to are me. totally different things. I agree, but... Devil monkeys are supposed to have kangaroo-like legs. So if you're seeing something, use that form of hopping supposed locomotion to, sure. from a distance. Right. Then that could still be describing the same thing. Don't tell me it's got kangaroo legs and then it has a monkey face. The this same. isn't. But this isn't like a chimera or a griffin. No, that's or one why of those I'm. Where it's like eagle legs and a buffalo's ass. No, I, I'm just not necessarily heads. convinced that all these are the same thing. Here's so what I'm here's we could what I'm be thinking. dealing with different creatures. A couple of them could be I, totally. But okay, I will grant you that we might really be dealing with a few different cryptids and probably some of them misidentified known fauna. 
I will grant that. Sure. And but I do think that there is a real consistency in these reports in the sense that the strong legs, the bamboo like uh, you know, mane and canine snout or which well that's what a baboon snout looks like. It looks like a dog snout that's just hairless. Kinda, yeah. And all of these things I think point to a consistency of description that um that might not just be one specific species or one like traveling migrating pack of these things might be different fucking creatures but i do think that they tend to err more on the side of similarity than disparity at least based on what i've been reading yeah fair enough like i did mention though when we do get we do get a lot of emails where people are like i put in i you know i googled the description of what i saw and came up with a devil monkey i don't know what exactly the terms are but it's well, kind of like you have a, a pretty wide, a pretty broad area of features, but on the same note, there's a lot of weird little. You can narrow it down to like, all right, it had weird ears, or it had like a monkey face, look like a dog, and had kangaroo legs, or it had. I mean, the one stood on on its hind legs and had a bushy squirrel tail. Yeah, but the it hind leg thing is kind of that's not common. Yes, but raccoons can get on their hind legs. Squirrels can get on their True. hind legs primates that are arboreal right. and are usually, you know, quadrupedal in terms of how they locomote up trees um, can absolutely stand on their hind legs. So it's not unheard of bears for fucking animals that are quadrupedal to employ bipedal stances on occasion. We did have, a, I do remember getting a series of emails from a woman that her and her husband were driving. Uh, I can't remember the exact route, but they saw it more than once, which I thought was interesting. They what they said was a devil monkey crossing the road on the same highway, going to and fro. They saw it once going, saw it once coming back, which was I thought was kind of interesting too. It is interesting. Yeah, but again, a lot of the features that they describe, it's like, you know. So I think but, but we're, see, we're all on board that we, we could be dealing with misidentified creatures, one hundred percent, or various types of cryptids that we don't know about. But narrowing it down to the devil monkey, I will say this. I will say this. Fully agreeing with you that a lot of these are probably misidentifications. It could be wild dogs. Chocolate labs. Occasionally, it really could be an escaped fucking monkey <laughs> well, yeah. from like a personal collection or yeah. whatever. Or, yeah, could um, be. But, but, but I will disagree in the sense that I do think that there is, it's not a disparity of, okay. of uh, a collection of descriptions, that the descriptions really do add up to a consistent picture of what a devil monkey is, which is baboon-like with super powerful hind legs, sharp claws, sharp teeth, uh, hair that tends to be more profuse around the head and neck. Now, I'm not saying they're always like that. Sometimes they stand on their hind legs. Sometimes they're taffy colored. Sometimes they're, you know, deep right. red. There's a lot of different things. But agreeing that it could be a fucking series of traditional animals that are misidentified or even a different a series of cryptids, if um, we put that aside for now because there's really, we can't dig any deeper into that aspect of things. Right. But I will grant you that a lot of them probably well, are. Um, we, misidentifications. We also too do have the photo of a carcass, which the, the, the Deritter carcass is, is a very compelling piece of evidence. Not not fucking, not a smoking gun. I wish it was. No boy, DNA would be a smoking. I gun. mean, it could be uh, a Pomeranian yeah. or it could be a devil <laughs> monkey. More well, than two, but it really is compelling. It's like, the because well, it's fucked it, up. It's it could so be fucked a baboon again that escaped yeah. from a private collection, got hit by a fucking car. Like if they had done DNA tests, we could have known years ago that oh yeah, I don't how the fucking monkey get there. We don't know, but right. that's what it Maybe. is. Maybe that yeah. looks extremely hairy though. Yeah, it, it was, was like super, super hairy, super, super hairy. Puffy. Yeah, 
That's why I'm impressed. Like, that's why I consider that with like maybe the Miyaka, I'm, I might be mispronouncing that, skunk ape photos, the two photos of that grayish oh, thing yeah. behind a fern in some Everglade backyard in Florida. Yeah, yeah. I find those to be really compelling. And if the Miyaka skunk ape photos was just one picture, I'd be like, oh, all right, so they got a stuffed weird thing. No, but they it's have two. Yeah, no. And that's some Rick Baker level primate fucking yeah. prosthetic. Yeah, yeah, that shit good. is fucking fake. It is good. And I, I find the Ritter carcass to be nearly as compelling as that. So you're right, that that's there. But let's just let's take this conversation to the place of if this is a a phenomenon of something that's unexplained, what are our fucking options? I mean, clearly my psychedelic interdimensional shaman theory is always on the table, but D- I define think if, that in simple terms. Uh there's interdimensional <laughs> beings that come from other planes of, of existence, uh, parallel and or uh, close to ours. For what purpose? Because why not? Bananas. Oh, for bananas. All you had to do was say bananas. bananas. Yeah, they don't, don't have bananas. In the, in the nth dimension? They ain't got no bananas. That's a good point. If bananas. we are dealing with some sort of creature, though, that is an offshoot of whatever evolutionary you know, chain of unfortunate events, I guess. Right. Um, we do have one picture of uh, a carcass, and we have a lot of people experiencing something with a creature that is similar to it, but there isn't any other trace of existence of these devil monkeys sans the chocolate lab. Right, yes. So, right. <laughs> the smashed, yeah, no, no, smashed I mean, lab. It, yeah, fucking. Like, <laughs> chocolate most... lab and, and Derider Carcass, yeah. or, or Derider Carcass, That's... they sort of cancel each other out. One's like, really compelling, one's full of shit. Yeah. And so, you're right. So, you got to almost take I mean, them both kinda away. Kind of like, like my stance with Bigfoot, and I do love me a, you know, a Bigfoot story, so I'm not poo-pooing it. But, I mean, we found no bones. I mean, apparently there is some scat samples. There's a museum, like Lauren Coleman has in his museum. Yeah, sure. Um, but there is zero evidence of these things existing ever. True. So well, that's what most us... was most things. <laughs> well, I guess what you consider evidence. Right. I mean, eyewitness testimony is technically evidence. Right. Well, if you say it's okay, the that we photographs mean, are evidence. Yeah. We, okay, so if we say we don't have a lot of evidence for the Flatwoods monster, I'm mm. like, all right, yeah, because it clearly bounced. But if you're like, oh, here's devil monkeys that are just kind of like this, this cryptid offshoot or whatever, I'm like, well, if these things yeah. are living on this earth. We've got we've got drones, dude. You could make the same argument for Sasquatch. Well, any I know. or exactly. Pendek. Which might kind of feed you're back. This argument. It might kind of feed back into my whole thing that maybe these things are from a different plane of existence. Oh, now it makes sense. Now, now nah. makes sense. Now it makes sense. You know, you know, yeah. you know. I'm going to say gotcha. it. That's your, that's your fuck sucking magic whale. You, just because it's hard to explain doesn't mean you have to fucking make it a magic spell. But there is no proof of anything. I understand that. Well, there. You, no. That's well, not true. No, you're, you you are correct. There it is, is not. proof. Well, there's evidence. There's evidence of a body. Uh, of the carcass. There's evidence from that lake somewhere in Nepal that they took those water DNA samples of, of something that's oh, 99 point DNA. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all you, right, which fine, is, fine. I mean, unless chimps are, you know, climbing the Himalayas and drinking from that fucking lake, oh, maybe. something that's that close to us but not us is completely compelling. Again, not smoking gun proof. And not devil monkey. All right, so America in particular... <laughs> The brave. America. Yes, America brave. America, your truck, has never had fucking monkeys. <laughs> right. No, you're right. We, we have not. So um, so that's that's a problem because okay. if, if there was like, like all right, no, honestly. so Well, it is a problem. Oh, yeah, it, it is. If it's a cryptid, then like, biology is a thing. Some so tarsier, exactly. some, some like proto-tarsier things were found fossilized in Mississippi. They're 55 million years old. Right. If there was a relic population... That shit didn't happen. Yeah. We would have seen them if we had little fucking, uh, you know, pygmy loruses and fucking marmosets and whatnot type shit. Yeah, there'd be something. We would see them. 
I agree. That's really unnerving because even if it's a very small population and even if they stay really close to their homes, except when one goes fucking rogue or maybe they're like fucking Amish cryptids and you get to go English and attack random nurses on a back road (laughs) fucking when you turn 18 and then come back home and live in peace in the swamp. I don't fucking know how that works. I'm not trying to throw any of the Amish under the bus. I'm not yeah, saying you're don't, devil monkeys. Yeah, because I got one. I'm getting a, a, a roof quote from a dude like during the week. So I am not hating cool. on the. Every time I mention a different culture, does not mean I am disparaging them. Why are you so goddamn sensitive? Because the Amish are coming to get. Wait, they don't listen to this. They have wicked beards. They don't listen. <laughs> yeah, they don't to us. listen. They're fucking awesome people. I'm. I know. Well, I know some Mennonites. I don't know any Amish yeah. people. Yeah. Way to know you're Amish. Wow. Yeah. That was probably even more insulting. It was. Yeah. Like, oh, Mennonite. Oh, we're all the same. <laughs> English. Oh, yeah. Wow. English. Yeah. Wow. All right. So if we're dealing with something fucking that is actually anyway. from this earth, we have. We don't from really have earth. any existence of it except for a little bit of you know a few packs things of evidence. So well, Chris, uh, where are you with this, Christopher? Where other are than your a primate. And thoughts? Yes. The no. only only things I mean that quick that could possibly jump. I guess would be like big cats. That's true. True. Yeah, and it's cats. just after they're sitting down, you know, the, the haunches. I could see in a dark setting. Right. Could be like a kangaroo bottom, the way their legs are. Could be. No, I'm sure. I'm I'm actually sure Chris is right in the sense that some people that think they have seen something anomalous were seeing a cougar or a bobcat or, or a whatever lynx. happened. To, whatever. Especially a lynx is with, with them weird ears. I can I can honestly see that, and a lot of times they're described as having whiskers and felid like yeah. features. Absolutely, I think some of them can be attributed to somebody at a real far distance. I mean, if it's a if it's a cat doing almost anything cat like, you recognize it as a cat right. because big cats look just like house cats at a distance. Yeah, they're the other cats. Yeah, totally. They're fucking cats. But I I do think Chris is right in that it's been confused. But let's let's go into a, a spectrum that I don't usually even like to go to, and that is the more supernatural side of things. Which is, uh, maybe it's like one of those Native American trickster god type things. Like a skinwalker? Let me, let me read this thing that I dug up. The Choctaw people who originally hailed from the southeastern United States told tales of the Nalusa Falaya, which they claimed were thin, black, humanoid beings with beady eyes and long, pointy ears. It is believed that the Nalusa Falaya stalked their victims by sliding on their stomachs as in you know, emulating a snake, okay. which is admittedly a far cry from the bounding approach often accredited to devil monkeys. But it's not just these uh, Nalusa Falayas, which, you know, the beady eyes, the fucking semi-humanoid stance, the pointy ears. Uh, there's things like puckwudgies and other things, which don't, granted, look like devil monkeys, at least the classic description. They... But, but there's all sorts of anomalous creatures that seem to exist, as, as we say, between that nebulous veil of what we consider to be the real world and something that you can only encounter if you're at the right place at the right time and more likely than not in Ohio. All right. So you have to be someplace where that shit is thin. If we're talking some sort of paranormal, whether it's trickster God or creature or, you know, interdimensional, whatever, because this shit can all be the same thing. It can all be the same fucking umbrella. Primate past. In, in in Australia in Queensland, no, you. they fucking. Uh, oh, oh, I thought we were booing Rob. <laughs> now booing you for oh, your, no, your your umbrella boo. comment. Oh, whatever. They unearthed the remains of a what they call a killer kangaroo. I literally read an article about this. I don't know about a year yeah. or so ago. Right. A killer kangaroo was this marsupial that just ate flesh and fucked around and whatever. It's a dick. Now they're they've been dead again for millions of years, and that was Queensland, Australia, not fucking North America. Okay. There's a lot of ways to say, Rob. What's your point? My point is. 
you can't stop the dead, and who's to say the ghosts of these things can't fucking show up and be just as carnivorous and angry as they were in life? All right, so Chris is saying it's always a chocolate lab. I'm saying it's an interdimensional being, and you're saying it's a paranormal uh, carnivorous kangaroo. It, it, it's it's a it's a ghost kangaroo. That is the carnivorous the disposition podcast. <laughs> in a it's nutshell. the only thing that really makes sense. Uh, I mean, if you want to be scientific about it, it's a kangaroo langolier. Oh my god! Oh, langolier. there you go, kangaroo langolier. Yeah, I, you know. It, it, uh, I will say this in all seriousness. I can't wrap my head around it. Like these people seem compelling and sincere. These yes. towns yeah, are sure obviously lying, wa- looking at things that are strange. I'd like to honestly believe it's a cryptid. I really do want to buy that. But I ha- I have to concede with what you guys are saying. You can't have a population a without yeah. evidence. No. Like it's hard enough with Sasquatch. If Sasquatch is... Uh, you know, a proto-human and super smart and avoids us like the plague and has magical shamanistic qualities like you say, but I take that part out. <laughs> fucking, then maybe, maybe it can evade our fucking, uh, our, our searches and our eyes. But these things are like straight up predatorial, simple animals by all accounts that just want to fuck you up, maybe eat you or just dick with your car for no good reason. There's no reason why there shouldn't be scads of fucking carcasses and samples of this thing because they don't seem to be discerning about where they show up, when they show up, yeah. and how, how forthright yeah. they are. That disturbs me. So that means it's either fucking paranormal, a hoax, or they're the luckiest fucking animals ever. They're just like those belligerent lucky dicks that get to fucking get out there, get in your face, fuck around, and still get away with it. Or misidentified chocolate lab. In one specific in case. One, in, it, I'm not going to No, but I'm not going to let it go. Don't let the one debunk. Ruin the whole thing. The guy described that thing, and you would have thought it was a nightmare creature. And you looked at it, and you're like, oh, it's a chocolate lab. It's a chocolate fucking yeah. lab. Yeah, all right. One douchebag does not spoil the whole That picture pop. is one of my favorite pictures in the annals of cryptozoology. And I mentioned it in this article because Anal. it is important to recognize yeah. that hoaxes exist, that things can be compelling and frightening and still be bullshit, but that does or, not devalidate he, the rest of of the stories. He completely believed what he thought he saw was that creature and took a picture of a chocolate lab. If that's the fucking case, then it ran out on its hind legs, it pushing was, his family yeah, over. It yeah. was probably his own dog. It was definitely this, his own this, fucking dog. He forgot about. No, or, he came in, it had eyes shine, and he said, devil monkey, and it he was threw it on the, the goddamn internet. It was the neighbor's dog. And he's like, come on in, Jerry. Dog come in, roof, roof. The dog's name Jerry. is Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. All right. Okay. All right. So the Jerry theory is the ultimate hoax. I was thinking of Rick and Morty. Sorry. Whenever, whenever you want to like shit on any anything paranormal from now on, you're just going to fucking call it a chocolate the lab. Chocolate, chocolate lab. Chocolate yeah. lab. Yeah. The, the, choc- Jer- the Jerry factor. Right. You know, you got chocolate lab. You got chocolate lab. All right, there you have it. That is our take on the devil monkeys. There's something to it. Devil monkeys. So, I don't you know, know what? what it is. Robert is right. There is something there. Whether we're talking paranormal or we're talking some, for some reason, these things are really fucking good at hiding themselves. All cryptids but, uh, are. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, Look at I fucking Frogman. All right, man. Dude, they're everywhere. Yeah, but they Yet hide nowhere. like motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Yet nowhere. Again, you're talking interdimensional beings. You're talking uh, shamanistic psychedelic creatures from beyond our you, plane of existence. I know you know what each of those words mean, but when you string them together, I'm pretty sure you're not trying to really have a cogent thought. We have been in this long enough that you know how to do this. You are You know diarying. what words to put together. You son of a bitch. You know I what just, it you know, is. I need you to commit to it. If you're going to say it, commit to it. Yeah, I'm yeah. there. I want to go into like a hot box teepee with you. Yeah. Fucking do some peyote and fucking commune with some And we're going to ride people. fucking devil monkeys into the desert while Chris is here being a bummer. 
Okay, Chris ain't gonna do it with us because he's smart. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we're dumb. We are dumb, and we're gonna do a bunch of fucking peyote and or fucking uh, I don't we're know MDMA or ayahuasca. Fuck. Yeah, no, I know. We'll fuck, we'll end up doing those triangle head fucking grass samples. Yeah, and, and, the and, fuck that and in all reality, is. Chris is gonna come and save us because we're just gonna be in a teepee. We have shat our pants, and we're just in the, the fetal position. Oh no, acting we'll, like we're riding we'll, something. We'll be we're squat not. thrusting yeah. on poor spider monkeys that are chained to a wall and <laughs> and just oh, messes of ourselves because we'll be like, he'll shake his head. He'll fucking throw buckets of water on us because yeah. we'll be scumbags. There you go. And you'll bring us back to reality. Yeah, thank you, Chris. water. It might Chris. be pee. I might pee on you. Leave the monkeys <laughs> oh, alone. He's pee That's on the only us. thing that works. All right, fine. Wow. Don't ask me how I know. Oh, Christopher. He's been deprogramming since day yeah. one. Thank you for your contribution, Christopher. You got it. Devil there monkeys are real. It. I don't know what the fuck they are. Thank you for joining us. Scriptonaut Podcast. Scriptonautpodcast.com. We do have a website. I'm not sure if anybody goes there or not, but there is one there. Yeah, what um, can you do on our website? Uh, our Look ep- around. Our episodes are there. Yeah. There's actually like an FAQ section that I probably need to update. A what fact. does that mean? I like frequently Fre- asked ask questions. questions. Oh, I never understood. I never you knew never what, what a was. fact was. Really? No, I thought it was like facts, but like slangy. I really God, never knew. It's 2020. You just figured out what <laughs> FAQ was. Christ, I wish I was you. I get on the internet like oh, bi-monthly. What the right. fuck do you guys want from me? Uh, I know about monsters and bad movies. That's the it. The Instas, the Twitters. <laughs> facts, Instas, Twitters, facts. and Facebooks. Facebook is a fucking hellscape, except for our awesome Facebook group. Which is awesome. I go there just to check that. I have, I've started uh, curating my notifications, where like if I see it's our Facebook group, I go look at it. If it's anything on regular Facebook, I don't look at it. So that's how I roll. Instas, again, thank y'all for the DMs. Twitters, thank y'all for the follows. Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. $1 will get you a shout-out. $5 will get you a shout-out and some bonus audio. Mm-hmm. Heller Space, we got some merch, new merch coming up at the end of this month. We might, I'm going to say we're going to have four new designs total. Yeah. Not yeah. including the one that we just launched. No. So yeah. that was that was the T Public, the T Public glorious it, collaboration with us, and it was exclusively designed for us by T Public. What up, Chris? Thank oh, you so very much. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, and but yeah, Mark we'll and have, I and uh, Chris have a pile of our own personal stuff that we're going to be putting out. Uh, so just in time for a sale, I think. Yeah, I believe in time for a sale, thirty five percent off. Don't ever buy anything unless it is uh, on sale. There you have it. Thank you all so very much for joining us, and we'll be talking to you soon. Good day. Yeah. Sir. Good day, sir. I said good day, sir. <laughs> I said chocolate lab, good sir. Have you guys ever done that to somebody for real? I, I think once, ironically, yeah. but not, a, oh, yeah? not an actual no, one. I've never, I've never done oh, that. Oh, it's for so real. sweet. Because you don't think you can get away with it in real life, but when you do, really? oh, you're like walking on sunshine. Really? I'm going to try oh. it. Yeah. Next time I'm in Walmart, I'm going to try You have to it. kind oh. of get in a little bit no. of a spat, though. You ha- no, you have to. And somebody <laughs> has to be kind of a douche. Yeah. No, I'm just going to ask, like, hey, how much is this? And they'll be like, oh, actually, it's about to say, good day, sir. I think if you do and it more than one time in your life, you know, though, that you're like a hipster douchebag. Oh, really? Like, it has to be just, it has to be so fluid and organic, you have to mean it. Right. All right, cool. And then, cool. But you have to say it twice, because that second time is when you shut the fucking I said, door. good day, sir. I okay. said, good day, <laughs> sir. And then they know, like, oh, shit, he's about to fucking end my existence in the most polite British tea way possible. So do we call that pulling a Wonka? Why not? All right, perfect. I mean, yeah. The, okay. The subtle yet devastating Willy Wonka, I like it. Well, he really screamed it, though. Yeah, he, no, he did. Yeah, he like screamed yeah. it, screamed oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene so Wilder. if I did that to like somebody, like an associate in Walmart, I'd probably get arrested. No, you don't. Well, you don't scream at the top of your lungs. You don't use body language. Who's Target? Keeping it subtle is the way to make it devastating. But what if I pulled a Wonka in Target? They'd probably give me free shit. No. I got a free Starbucks out of it. You really think so? I think so. 
I'll try yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, try it out. Yeah, no experiment. Right. Tell me how it goes. We'll I'll bail you. you out. We'll be talking to you soon. Dink and hammer. Right. Son of a 